This podcast audio is from Episode 8, Managing Depression Through Self-Care, a follow-up conversation with Joanne McCluskey, MSW, ACSW, from my YouTube channel, Being Happy Anyway with Glenn, also available on Instagram, Facebook, and the website, beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. To see the visual content featured in this episode, please visit the published episode on beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. Joanne returns to talk about self-care and self-love. We care for those we love. We'll also discuss Marianne Williamson's quote, I'm better than I used to be, better than I was yesterday, but hopefully not as good as I'll be tomorrow. Joanne and I are back as promised. Now, in addition to talking about depression, we're going to talk about self-care and self-love. I'm going to turn it over to Joanne. So I know last time we talked about depression and kind of defined what that was and how it can look for different individuals. And we kind of ended with talking about ways to combat those symptoms. So I came across this quote that I thought was a a good way to kind of measure progress, a good way for an individual to talk about their own progress, I guess. And it says, I'm better than I used to be, better than I was yesterday but hopefully not as good as I'll be tomorrow by Marianne Williamson. What do you think about that quote? What, how does that speak to you? Well, I love it. I especially like at the end, but hopefully not as good as I'll be tomorrow. And that's not because I don't think I'm good enough. I like that because it reminds me that I am still progressing and I'm not done in my life. Of course, I'm going to become a little bit better of a therapist and a little bit better of a father and a better spouse and a better friend because every day I learn. And let's go back Mm -hmm. to the beginning. I'm better than I used to be, better than I was yesterday because I learned from my mistakes and I've just learned from navigating situations over and over again. If I go outside and I shoot free throws every single day, I'm probably going to get better at shooting free throws. And if I practice the piano every day, if that's important to me, I'm probably going to get a little bit better at it. And what I like about it, Joanne, is that I'm not comparing myself with others. It's not, hey, I've been shooting all these free throws and I haven't made the MBA, or I've been practicing the piano and I'm not a concert pianist, or I'm not the number one chair in the flute. Who cares? I'm better than I was. And I like improving. Not because I'm competing, not because I'm not enough. So I love it. You can tell I'm a little bit excited. I really like this quote that you chose for us. Yeah, I love it too. I feel like it speaks to anyone in that exact moment. It kind of reassures you how far you've come and just reminds you that you can keep going the next day and keep growing from that. With that, I like to talk about self-care and some of the differences in self-care and self-love, which I think will bring us to the next slide. So with self-care, I like to think that the three most important things are your sleeping, your eating, and your own personal self-care. Those can look pretty different. You know, you want to pay attention to your nutrition and your diet, make sure you're eating a well-balanced diet because even minimal changes in your diet like that can affect your mood and do help alleviate symptoms of depression. Sleep hygiene, getting a routine, making sure you get eight or nine hours a night really has an effect on people who 
the self-care piece is perhaps the most important is just something that is just for you and not for anybody else. It takes you out of the headspace that you're in right now and kind of distracts you or makes you feel calmer. And I think that people get the idea that they have to be these big things, like they have to go pay for an hour-long massage or go to a spa for a weekend or go on vacation for a week. And we can't all do that all the time. (laughs) There are are small things that we can do. Like these are even brush your hair, have a shower, like just get in the shower, a long shower, do a short meditation. There are some five minute meditations that you can go through in the morning or at night. One of them here says, buy yourself some flowers. You know, I was just looking at that one. Yeah. What do you think about that? (laughs) I I like it. And you know what I really like about this list? This is actually, Joanne, the first time I've seen someone break self-care ideas up by the amount of time. And I really appreciate this. I think this is something that someone can take a screenshot of and put it in their phone because it can Mm -hmm. remind you that you can do something in the five minutes. And the buying myself flowers, what I like about this one is it feels spontaneous and it's treating myself. And you know what I was thinking when I saw buy buy yourself flowers? That might be, but I'm going to pay the $2 extra for the avocado on this taco. Right. (laughs) This is just for me and I can do it right now. It costs me $2. That's a lot cheaper than a session with my therapist, right? And I- or a plane ticket to Hawaii. Or a plane ticket to Hawaii. And it just mm-hmm. lets me know, hey, I matter. And when I think mm-hmm. and feel, or I may get myself that favorite candy bar, sorry to be stuck on food, but you know, <laughs> uh, just a couple of them that I looked at, I know these two are similar. Listen to an upbeat song, Dance Like Crazy. I think mm-hmm. you know, just to be able, uh, you know, I remember when I was a kid and we had 45s, right? We listened to the, the 45s. And sometimes we would just set it to replay and replay. And of course we can do that with digital music too and just set something on replay. I liked doing that. I remember Sugar Sugar by the Archies. I'd listened to that like five times in a row. It was about a two minute song. That was 10 minutes. I love and that I would song. just feel good. And I could dance like crazy. And it didn't cost me anything extra. I had already purchased the 45. And so I like that you put on this list some simple things to do. Another one that I liked was five minutes of focused breathing. And that's something that some of our listeners, you could, you know, you could probably go on YouTube and find somebody guiding you through some focused breathing. But basically that breathing is going to be breathe in deeply and then make sure you breathe out for a long time, right? And that tends to us down. So I love this. Of course, I love the hour or more ones too, right? And binge watching the show, right? Doing an intense workout. I like to swim, but I think this is really neat and really handy. Yeah. And what I especially like about this list too, is that these are all for the most part, things that you can do at home, things that you can, a lot of things that you can do for free. Now I know, especially in times of the pandemic, like we are, I know that there are a lot of free resources out there for meditation and for exercise videos that we can do at home. And yeah, something as simple, like you said, as listening to your favorite song. I actually wake up to my, my alarm goes off with my favorite song every morning. So that, or my current favorite song every morning. So that kind of helps me get started for the day. Yes. And it just gets you up in a good mood. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I was was just going to say that music is really powerful to affect our mood, isn't it? 
as I saw, cook a new meal on when you have an hour or more. There's a mm -hmm. there's a young couple that I'm working with. They told me that they found some list of things that a, a couple can do to build the relationship. And one of them was to make a pie. And so they made a pie. The first one didn't turn out too well. And so they, they did it again. But they had fun both times. Yeah. You know, I think they, you know, had the ingredients at home anyway, or even if they didn't, it's not that much money, like you said. And it just was an activity that took them away from their studies and away from their stress and away from some of the grief. They're both going through some, they're grieving someone right now. And it just mm -hmm. gave them an hour away and to be together. So I know right now we're talking about self-care, but some of these things are things we can do with those we love too. Right. Just being mindful is just kind of, I think self-care applies to all mental health challenges. And they're, even if you don't struggle with mental illness, it's not going to hurt you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But also with self-care, I do... I know that we focus a lot on this and we don't talk as much about the idea of self-love, which is something I wanted to talk about next. So a lot of times we talk about self-care and self-care is more, it focuses more on a person's immediate need for calming down or taking a break or something physical that they can do to kind of get that anxiety out. But in the long term, we want to think what we really want to look into is self-love. And the ideas behind self-love are the, more of the idea of accepting yourself. And why do you, understanding why do you get into positions where maybe you need some more self-care? So kind of recognizing those things about you and how can you practice that self-love? I think too often we focus on how do we practice love towards one another and we forget to love ourselves. And a few of these ideas here, first one I see that sticks out, for me anyway, is sticking to your boundaries. This is common for a lot of people. I am someone who cannot say no at work or to friends, like to a birthday party or an event maybe, or somebody's baseball game. So I tend to overcommit. And in the long run, I'm really just harming myself and those relationships with people because I can't be 100% present with them because I have too much on my plate. And self-love would look like prioritizing things, setting my boundaries, saying no sometimes so that I can really focus and be involved and enjoy myself when I'm there and, and what I'm doing and really kind of dive into that so that I can appreciate it for what it is. Is there anything, I know this is a pretty broad list here, and these are just a few ways you can do it, but what do you think? Let me share a couple of thoughts. The first thing that comes to my mind, Joanne, is can I really care? Can I show care to someone if I don't love them? I mean, when I care for my dog, it's because I love my dog. Right When I care for my children, for my spouse, for my friends, it's because I love them. And so I think, how can we really talk about self-care if I don't love myself? Right. right? But if I love myself at my core and I forgive myself when I need to forgive myself, and I, I'm looking at a couple of things on the list, I can be okay with myself even though I'm not perfect that I can let myself feel what I feel without feeling shame. I can feel disappointment. I can feel hurt. A situation can cause me anger. And I can acknowledge that. And that mm -hmm. while I do want, we were talking in the first slide about it feels good to improve, 
I like the one here noticing when you're pushing yourself too hard. I think I'm making steady improvement. Yeah, maybe my brother's learning that second language faster than I am, but I'm learning at a good clip and I'm okay with that. And you know, I also wanted to comment when you were talking about sticking to your boundaries and not overcommitting. that's an issue sometimes that I run into too, because I do love people. And there's a part of me that wishes I could say yes to all their requests to go to the baseball game and the bridal shower and the housewarming party and, and everything. And I think it can be, rather than say, no, I'm not going to go to that event, to say, gosh, I wish I could. Thank you so much for inviting me. Could you FaceTime me when your son is batting so that I can see him batting? I would love to see that. Or if you take a video, can you post it or can you send it to me? Or I can't go to the ballet recital this time, but let me know when the next one is. I might be able to go at least for the portion that your son or daughter is participating in. And mm -hmm. um, sometimes when I say no, it's no, not right now, or maybe no, I can't help you move for six hours on Saturday, but I could help you from eight to 10. And then I have a mm -hmm. commitment at 10, right? And then if I go over there at eight and they're not ready to move and finally at nine, they're ready. And at 10, I say, okay, just, I just wanted to remind you, I have to leave at 10. Oh, but I thought you were going to help for two hours. I said, I could help from eight to 10, but I'm happy to, I'll lift the heaviest thing I can, but at 10 o'clock. Right. Right? Right. Why? What do you have to do at 10? I have another commitment. Well, what is it? Is it more important than this? Well, I have another commitment at 10, but I'm happy to help you. And I can maybe help you in two more weeks. And then I can still be that kind, loving, helpful person that I want to be. But mm -hmm. I'm running my life instead of giving the steering wheel to them. Because maybe if I stay all day, help them move, I'm not studying for that test I need to study for my master's program or whatever. Or I don't get right. that extra sleep or that long swim that I need for my self-care. So I don't always have to explain why I have the boundary that I have. Yeah, it tends to be our own self-care that gets cut when we're not paying attention to the self-love. Yeah, I mean, sometimes my commitment might be watching the Laker game on TV with my son because we like to do that. But if I tell that somebody, I have to go home to watch it late, late, and they might say, well, why can't you record it and watch it later? Well, I don't need to get into all that. You know, I said I'd help you from 8 to 10, and I'm happy to help you from 8 to 10. Right. And I don't right. need to feel guilty, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, feeling feelings without your shame is so important for people. You know, so many feel like a burden to maybe tell people how they feel or they don't want others to feel bad about how they feel. But in turn, it's hurting themselves. And, you know, they're they're feeling this inner shame and it's affecting the way that they are viewing other things and at a certain point living your life. So I think it's, we want people to know that it's okay to feel these feelings and it's, their feelings are valid. It's okay to be human. Right, right. I mean, are we really human if we don't feel everything? Right. right? I mean, we have, we, we, we have to. That's how we relate to people too, right? If I don't allow myself to feel feelings, I don't think I'll be very empathetic with others when they tell me feelings they've felt. Because I'm so, why do you feel that? You should never feel angry. You should never feel disappointed. You, you should never feel betrayed. You should never feel hurt. It means you're weak. No. I feel hurt because somebody made a commitment that they didn't keep. And that hurt. I, I feel hurt. 
I mean, I'll recover, I'll survive, but I'm a little hurt right now. Exactly. And it's okay to be mad and own that feeling in that moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And with all these, I wanted to bring up to the last slide with our quote about self-care. So here's our last quote for the day. Self-love is being more committed to your happiness than to your suffering in every single moment. And that's by Nikita Chopra. This really spoke to me because I think we get stuck in our suffering sometimes and it's hard to see the happiness. So in order to make that happen, we need to be committed to it and we need to be looking for it and find the things that make us happy, which are in our self-care ideas and our self-love and be more committed to that than living in what upsets us. How about you? What do you think about this quote? You know, I was just writing some notes as you were talking, Joanne, that I liked. You said, we need to look for it, right? Our happiness. We need to find it. We need to commit to it. Look at those action words. Okay. Mm-hmm. As we deal, if I'm passive with my life and with my emotions, it's almost like I might be complicit with my suffering. That to be happy, it takes some effort, I think. When I heard those yeah. words, look, find, commit. And you know what else came to my mind, Joanne, was a slide we showed at the beginning of this episode. And it was mm-hmm. that uh, in depression, sometimes we're the prisoner and we're the jailer. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of that, you know, it sort of bookends this episode that we don't want to be committed to our suffering. And if I'm talking and I'm repeating to my friends and in my head how bad my life is, how poorly people treat me, how nothing good ever happens to me, I'm committing to that and it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy that I'm meant to be miserable. And I can Mm -hmm. prove that misery can find me, can't I? And so I love this. Self-love is being more committed to your happiness. And having that little list, if not a hard copy of a list of the self-love and self-care ideas, even that in five minutes, what I can do, you know, I'm a little bit down right now. Maybe I'll put on a song. I have a half an hour now. Maybe I'll take a walk. What can I do to feel a little bit better and to remind myself that I have value, even though somebody flipped me off on the freeway or my friend didn't show up at the movies like they said they were going to, you know, some things that may get me down. I'm a little down. You know, I want to be happy. I'm all the way here at the movie theater, spending the pandemic's over, I'll just go by myself and I'll, I'll get my popcorn. And I'm going to enjoy this movie by myself. I wish my friend were here. I'm disappointed right. they didn't come. I'll address that with them later, but I really want to see this movie. And I think I'm going to see it because I think I deserve it. I can't control if they kept their promise, but I can keep my promise to me that I was going to see this movie when it came out today. And so that exactly. can I'm going to try to be happy, even when the circumstances are difficult, every single moment saying, you know, what I can, what can I do about this moment now? I like that because it gives me some, some power in my life and it makes me feel like I've got the steering wheel of my life and I'm not just subject to how other people treat me. Right. Right. We can commit to the happy thoughts instead of the negative thoughts. It's a lot easier to feel the happy thoughts than it is the negative thoughts. But I like what you said about the movie. Yeah, you can go and it's just recognizing that in yourself. It's like making plans to go anywhere. If you want to go to the beach and your friend can't go, does that mean you shouldn't go? 
why not? Oh, it's, it's something that you enjoy just because you're alone doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it. It's, a, it's still something that will make you feel good. I think being able to make that commitment towards being happy and not being stuck in the moment that a lot of us are in right now with the pandemic, I'm sure, and other moments in life, of course. But when finding that, like I said, finding out what it is that makes you happy, learning what it is, looking for it, because it's not always right here. Sometimes we need to try out new things, new hobbies, through self-care ideas to figure out what it is that brings that peace and that happiness. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. We're looking for peace and happiness, and I think you've shared lots of suggestions with us. Thank you again, Joanne, for being with us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Well, it's the time of the episode for Sing Along with Victor. Take it away, Victor. Aloha, friends. Good to be here and good to share with you this instrument from Hawaii, which is the ukulele. I wanted to share with you this song. This song is called Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. But the thing that I learned about this song is this, that you will be okay. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes we get worried, but don't worry. Be happy. Everything's going to come out all right. So here we go. It's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it. No, no, no. Don't worry. In every life we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. to lay your head somebody came and took your bed don't worry be happy the landlord say your rent is late he may have to litigate don't worry be happy don't worry be happy You can find the video version of this podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or on the website beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. This channel does not provide therapeutic advice. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional medical diagnosis or treatment. 
please seek advice with licensed therapists in your area.